welcome to the Marriage Steps podcast. We're reducing the divorce rate one marriage at a time is the goal. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get us there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. This show is for your marriage. So call 303-596-6836 with your questions for me or suggestions on what topics I should cover. And you also can email me at info at drwyattfisher.com or message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash drwyattfisher. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R. Today I'm going to talk about five steps on changing for your partner. Changing is a very sensitive topic. When I work with couples in my practice, some couples embrace change and a lot of couples resist it. And they have a lot of reactions with why they should not change and how change is scary and what does it mean if they're changing for their partner. And so I thought today it'd be nice to go through these five steps on what it looks like to change for your partner. Step one is you have to buy into the why. So why is it important for you to change for your partner? What does that communicate to them? And what does it say to them when you refuse to change? So let's start there. When you refuse to change and your partner is expressing a need, uh, something they desire more of, something that is making them feel unhappy in the marriage, and they're expressing this core piece of who they are that they desire in the marriage. And if your reaction back to that is, sorry, that's not who I am, get over it. If that's your reaction, watch out because something in your partner will die because marriage just turned into a prison. So instead, if your partner has this request or this need or this desire, and it's not naturally who you are, the ideal posture is to say back to that, that's not my natural bent, but let me lean in. Let me learn how to get better. Let me figure out what you're looking for. I may never be perfect at it, but let me try to grow and to expand and to improve because I know every step I take in that direction is going to honor you. Because honor is the key word. If you refuse to change and you tell your partner, that's just not who I am, get over it, I'm not changing, I like who I am, if you have that attitude and you're rigid, it is so demoralizing to be on the other side of you in marriage. So depressing and marriage can easily start feeling like a prison. So the reason to be open to changing for your partner is it instills hope. It gives them hope that the marriage can get better, that some of their top needs can start getting met. It makes them feel more positive towards you, more loving, and it encourages them to do the same back to you. It encourages them to want to then change and to work on areas that they know you would appreciate. So it creates a win-win. So there's a lot of reasons why you want to be open to changing for your partner. Number two is just this concept of being malleable. A lot of times we get so firm and so convicted on this is who I am and I'm not changing for anybody and, and take me or leave me and this, this high and mighty kind of attitude. And while it's, it's optimal, obviously, to know what you believe in and what you stand for and who you are and your identity, all those things are healthy. However, if you bring that attitude into a marriage, 
there's no room for change. There's no room for compromising. There's no room for meeting in the middle because you're always going to be drawing the line in the sand and saying, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. Be careful because your partner may leave it. So instead, you want to cultivate this malleable spirit, this malleable attitude, this malleable approach to marriage where you are willing to change parts of who you are. Now, obviously, some parts of who you are are hardwired, and that's just who you are. 50% of our temperament is genetic, 50%. The other 50% is from our environment, growing up, and that mixes with our genetics, and that's what forges our temperament. However, as our environment continues to change throughout life, some of our temperament changes. So you want to move away from this mindset that you just are who you are. You're not going to change because that's unhealthy in a marriage. The ideal heart is I'm willing to work on changing. I'm willing to work on being more malleable. I'm willing to, to learn to adjust my attitude or my behavior or my approach, whatever it is, because I want to become a good partner for you. I want to learn how to do that for you. So I need to be malleable. That's a very valuable trait in a marriage is to be malleable. Number three, you need to probably work through automatic negative thoughts. A lot of people get stuck on this belief that if I'm going to change for you, I'm going to lose my identity. If I do this for you, I'm going to lose me. And that's false. Because you fear that if you start making these changes, you're going to swing from one extreme to the other, where it has to be either it's your way or no way, or if you change, now it's 100% your partner's way, and now you've just somehow lost yourself. And that's false. When you modify your behavior, when you honor a need for your partner that's not your natural bent, that's not losing yourself. That's enhancing yourself. That's becoming a better version of you because you're learning how to be a better partner. So if you have those negative automatic thoughts, such as I'm going to lose my identity, you need to create a balanced thought. And a balanced thought would say something like this. I'm going to lose my identity. However, bending towards my partner's preferences will help our marriage create a new identity while still retaining my own. So that's the balance. When you bend and you meet in the middle and try to create these win-wins that's going to honor both you and your partner, that doesn't mean you're losing who you are. That means you're creating a new identity for your marriage, and that's going to benefit both of you. Step number four is this concept of one eye in, one eye out. So a lot of us, when we enter into marriage, we lean either to two eyes in or two eyes out. Two eyes in refers to somebody who's self-absorbed. All they care about is themselves. All they think about is themselves. They really don't think about their partner's needs or their experience of their partner at all. It's all about them. They're very self-absorbed. Okay, that's two eyes in. Other people enter into marriage and their lean is towards two eyes out. All they think about is their partner and what their partner needs and what would make their partner happy and they lose themselves. If you're two eyes out, then that can be unhealthy if it's to that extreme. And so the ideal is to work towards one eye in, one eye out, where you're tracking what you need and what you feel and what feels authentic for you, while at the same time tracking what would feel good for your partner and what would honor them and what would their preferences be. So you wanna simultaneously be tracking yourself and your partner. Problems occur in marriage 
when you're only tracking you or you're only tracking your partner. You want to be tracking both. So one eye in, one eye out. Step five is you want to then explore the idea of a middle ground with your spouse, with whatever the need is they're expressing, whatever the preferences they're expressing, whatever it is that they're bringing issue with, you want to talk about together what would a compromise look like. You know, one area I see a lot in couples is the need for connection. Some people have a high need for connection, like we need to spend a lot of time together, lots of conversation, lots of touch. I need to have a lot of connection with you. And other people have a lower need for connection. And they may just be more independent and they want to do their own thing and they have less desire for that connection. And so what would it look like to meet in the middle, to compromise, to find a win-win so that you're both feeling honored? And that's not going to be possible unless you're going through steps one through four. You buy into the why, you're malleable, you work through any negative thoughts, and you're practicing one eye in, one eye out. Because number five is all about negotiating that middle ground. What would it look like if I moved towards you to meet in the middle instead of just staying rigid in my side? I don't want to go all the way to your side to lose myself, but I don't want to stay all the way on my side and be rigid and refuse to change. Let me be malleable. Let me take some steps. And how about you take some steps and we'll try to meet in the middle and find a win-win. So again, the five steps on changing for your partner. Number one, buy into the why. Number two, be malleable. Number three, work through any automatic negative thoughts. Number four, be one eye in and one eye out. And then number five, negotiate a middle ground. One announcement I wanted to make today is I'm doing the Total Marriage Refresh Retreat coming up uh, September 28th in Denver, Colorado. So if you are nearby or if you're somewhere else listening to this, I would love to have you come. Uh, the The rate for the conference is 50% off if you register by August 31st. So to find out more information on the conference, uh, just go to my website. It's drwyattfisher.com, D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. Click on Marriage Retreats, and then you'll find the links for the one coming up in Denver. If you've never been to one of my retreats, I go through the top six marriage steps needed for happiness. It's very interactive, a lot of multimedia. Um, it's a great day, and it's going to blow up your marriage in a positive way. So I highly encourage you to come if you haven't already. Thank you for listening to the Marriage Steps podcast. For more information on the top six marriage steps recommended for happiness, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your family and friends. And if you believe in my mission to reduce the divorce rate and would like to keep the Marriage Steps podcast on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash marriage steps. Take care.